No, not at all. And I thought that was I thought that was just a thing. I it took I me never, years to find out. It took out. me years as well. I never thought like that kid has no eyebrows. But then then somebody said, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About three years ago his brother shaved his eyebrows off and they never grew back. As soon as someone said that, it was like that kid has no eyebrows. Why did that not register? Yeah, that's, I guess you know that's just another weird-looking kid. There were enough. Uh, there were enough of them in our school. I so thought there like, were blonde eyebrows, kind of... <laughs> peach fuzz on his forehead. I thought they were, it was like an inverse Sam the Eagle. When 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 puberty kicks in, he'll finally get his eyebrows. An inverse Alistair Darling. Oh. Would you rather have that? Would you rather have black hair and grey eyebrows, or black eyebrows and grey hair? Black eyebrows and grey hair every time. Good. I can't imagine. Well, I mean, does that exist? You know, black hair, grey eyebrows? It's got to exist somewhere. <laughs> You've got Google, as you would say. Uh, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm doing it right now, my good chum. <laughs> Come on, then. All right. What about... Mm. Um, what about... No, blo- I've blo- got loads of fucking makeup ads coming <laughs> what about, up now. <laughs> what about blonde hair, red moustache? <laughs> so are you, are you petitioning me to fucking Google this? I get blonde hair... Yeah. Red moustache. <laughs> yeah. Is it moustache or moustache? Moustache. Okay. Nah, it's, it's, that's, that's a waste. There's nothing. There's nothing. It doesn't exist. So, have you seen Hear No Evil, See No Evil? I have. I have seen it prior to, uh, you know, us discussing that we would do this on the show as well. Oh, and that's have you long. heard it? <laughs> so I both saw it and I heard. I saw the evil and I heard the evil. The evil that is, in fact, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> All right, so I the first thing I wanted word, to... I thought you used the word prior, and I was trying to get Gene Wilder into Damn the it, sentence. Damn it! I fucking dropped the ball! Damn but, it! That but, would have been dynamite. But I couldn't work out how to say Wilder. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard it, or was it Wilder? I, what? <laughs> Even well, that's look, too low for this show. I mean, I think, that, you know, with the chain of thought, we, 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 we've spread chain that all out. Chain of thought! Uh, or maybe that was a bit generous, but it's out there. I mean, they—they, they, I think it's more like, like a we've ball. given them the building. We've given the building blocks of a joke. They can piece it together in their own time, and they can kind of mail it in for next week or whatever, or whenever. You know. Fucking hell! Surely you've just described the stilts that this podcast stands on. <laughs> yeah, but I don't—I you know, don't think it's any kind of like great revelation for any of the listeners. It's I think like, this is... Hi, everybody. You know. You know, we're probably funny. You know, the way we act, it's kind of, you know, it, we, it's implied we think we're funny. Definitely. 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 We think we're hot fucking shit. <laughs> we, we, no, no, you've got to say it the way Damien says it. You've got to say, we think we're hot shit. <laughs> hot fucking shit. <laughs> Which is exactly, you know, th- th- that was the genesis of this podcast. We were, we were shit-facing the pop one time. It's like, we're, we're amazing. Everyone needs to know about this. Yeah, and then I accidentally bought two microphones, and that was us committed to doing 51 episodes. <laughs> Every week's like, ah, oh, damn. Oh, fuck. I regret this. I wish we just, we just shut our fucking mouths, man. Damn it. That's, I'll never drink again, slup. All right, so yeah. The first thing I kind of wanted to ask about this movie, yeah. which is more baffling than anything else. So Kevin Spacey, right? Yes. Which is... Uh, in, God, this, this in rings a bell. Ooh, I remember this man. No, Kevin Spacey. Well, we've done this before, where ages ago, like episode eighteen or something, where Kevin Spacey was an ancillary character in some film we watched, and then you start doing this, you start going, "So Kevin Spacey, right?" And then you never get to the fucking point. You just keep saying I, that. Is that? Right, so it's a point, nightmare point, I've had, and I'm in the laundry room and I can't get out, and it's really cold. 
But surely this stuff ends up on the cutting room floor, man. Do you, do you subject the listeners to this? That's, that's the problem as well. I've no idea what's in or out. <laughs> I just frantically smash the keyboard and hope <laughs> the paint stops. I, I think I do a lot of callbacks to jokes that I've cut out. <laughs> so I sound fucking mental, Damien. I sound fucking mental. <laughs> yeah, just like that nun I killed. So Kevin Spacey, right, in this movie, he has these fatty corpuscles on his face, right? And I thought, because I hadn't seen Kevin Spacey like this, I thought that would be something they would reference in the movie, that would be some kind of joke they were building up to, because he has these two lumps on bizarre points on either cheek, right? One's kind of on his, like, what? right what? You mean upper he, he, cheek, almost you mean his on, cheeks? on his... You mean his cheeks? His cheeks, yeah. What do you, he's got the, his fat. What he's got fat cheeks. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. They're like these two lumps. They're these two like, yeah. They're, they're these two like mounds. They're kind of yeah. To say like fatty corpuscles. <laughs> these weird kind of like lumps, right? One is like on his left lower cheek. The other is like almost under his right. Um, well, it's, 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 it's like so far up his jaw. It's almost like at the eye, you know, the eye, right? And I thought this was going to be like some kind of joke that he's got some kind. Some kind of deformity. They kind of not deformity, but he's got some kind of weird look. They would play around with it, but mm. no, they don't mention it at all. I was like, and it got me wondering: is that just what Kevin Spacey was until he had like this stuff carved out of his face? He was just lumpy. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'm, so. I'm just looking at, at pictures now, and you're you're right. He does have lumps, and he obviously looks different to what you know everyone kind of understands now because this is 30 years ago. He's much younger, right? right. But still, okay. so, but this is. I mean, this must be like prior to some kind of plastic surgery. That was kind of nuts. I couldn't take my eyes off it. And I, I, I thought it might have just been a prop, but obviously not, because they, they, don't, they don't do anything with it in the movie. It's like, damn, man, that's, that's kind of... That's weird. Google, explain Kevin Spacey's lumps. So yeah, Kevin Spacey had a cyst that was removed after it grew to painful proportions. Yeah, it How was Kevin Spacey. How big did it fucking get? <laughs> this is outlined by the book Looking Closer which is a biography of him. Here is a quote from the book. Spacey does have three genuine scars. The crease above the lip of his left eye is the legacy of a childhood altercation with a cat. The dimple (laughs) on his left cheek results from a cyst that has been removed by surgery in the late 80s after it grew to painful proportions. In see no evil, hear no evil, it is particularly prominent. He also bears a small sort of v-shaped furrow above one eye the mark left by a cardboard coat hanger cover thrown at him by randy during a spat between the siblings in 1968 i for, for a moment there i for some reason i thought that randy was the orangutan that he used to live with <laughs> that does make sense though doesn't it couldn't you imagine kevin spacey living with an orangutan like not I with any see. other monkey but an orangutan is it an orangutan or is it an orangutan Orangutan, actually. Right? Is, is it no seriously? Native language. Sh- no, stop, stop, driving my horse. <laughs> stop creaming my corn. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> oh, right between the toes. Orangutan or orangutan? Orangutan. I don't think there's a there's a G on the end. There's, I think there are several silent Gs in the spelling of the word, but not on the end. Is there, is there any market for a? Sort of tango beverage called orangutan. I'm well, yeah, but maybe you know. Is that maybe, maybe keep your mouth shut because maybe we can fucking corner it. All right. 
Tango seems to have died a death. It's not as prominent as it once was. You know, the adverts in the 90s were fucking great, but, you know, no one talks about it anymore. Maybe there needs to be a new new drink. I think people are fed up with the new, you know, Fanta, you know, with the rebranding of the logo. It gets, it gets more childish every time. The opinion of that seems to be dying a death. So maybe we fucking come in. We, we want to break into the orange soda market. This might be our in. Don't fucking blow our load before we can we even got a fucking... <laughs> Sorry, do, before we got our foot in the door. Do we have, Jesus, a, do we have a collective load? Because I imagine you owe me some, if that's true. Oh my god! Uh, yes, can I? So, do, do I have to? Do I have to be in the room when when this requisition takes place, or can I kind of just mail it out there? Just owe it me. It's all right. <laughs> and never talk about it again. Again, this is cutting room floor material. So, I'm not fucking putting this out there, Damien. That should be the name of this podcast: cutting room floor material. Episode or podcast? What did you say? Whatever. <laughs> so, hear no evil, see no evil with Kevin Spacey's lovely lumps. Yeah. Um, one thing else that, that yes. occurred to me as well, right? So, we we all know of Kevin Spacey. We do legacy, know of Kevin right? Spacey. Yes. No, but his legacy now is a essentially a serial rapist, for lack of a better term. Even, I mean, is what do you still, reckon? Is it still alleged? I. Mm, well, I mean, you don't see him anymore. I think there's a reason. Well, I don't think that means he, what you don't see him anymore. He's a rapist. <laughs> He's gotten better at it. <laughs> He's had the fucking cis reattached to his face, so people don't recognise him anymore. Oh no! Th this composite sketch has the cyst on the other side of the face. That doesn't make sense. It must be a different man. <laughs> it must be a different spacey. Fuck. Man, the spaces are multiplying. How many spaceships are there? I thought there were only six. <laughs> I thought they were self-replicating after our last our previous discussion. They could be millions now, just hovering in in lower orbit, waiting to strike. Well, how would you contain a self-replicating spacey army? Well, we can't. That's that was that that was the that was the peril. That's why we were so fucking shit scared. It's, it's merely a question of when. You know, we we can't fight back at all. They've they've caught the market on you know suborbit warfare. We can't get any weapons up there. It's whenever they want to fucking drop, and they will drop en masse. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think if you got Whoopi Goldberg shouting, We don't care if you're gay. Chasing after him, I think that would repel them. Which has <laughs> got to really shout. All right, so if we can infiltrate the spacey, uh, spaceships, right, and we find out... No, we're not we, doing we that. We try to requisition... You know, we try and acquire the technology that they have. Mm. The manufacturer of these fucking droids. If we can get some of that in, start making our own Whoopi Goldbergs, we get an army of Whoopi Goldbergs to kind of repel them. Oh, God. Imagine the carnage with Whoopi on Whoopi. Well, anyway, oh, yeah. Hear No Evil, See No Evil is a film starring Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. Gene Wilder is a blind man. No, I've got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Gene Wilder plays a blind man. <laughs> Gene Wilder plays a deaf man. <laughs> oh, I even I got it wrong. Trying to be a fucking smart ass. <laughs> Richard Pryor <laughs> plays a blind man. For some reason, they want to run a shop together, and then uh, somebody I think that would like somebody be solvent as well. Somebody, <laughs> somebody leaves an illegal coin, which is actually a microchip, in the till of the shop. The two guys get framed for a crime, and then there, there's a big chase, and uh, the baddie is also blind, and they confront him at the end, and uh, that's it. Well, they probably shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then they, they, do, they do a little bit of zipline action. The lady shoots him. There's a lady as well. There's a lady, yeah. So everything I said 
just put her in there and you've got the complete picture. Well, yeah. I mean, Jill, Gene Wilder talks about, you know, G- Jill, what, what, how he's hired up. His he, name is. Jeannie Wilder, Jane Wilder. Do you know his John real name Wilder. is Jerome? I did not know that. Is mm-hmm. that bullshit? Or you just... That is is that true. actually correct? Okay, yeah. okay. Did you know Stevie Wonder's real name is Steveland Morris? <laughs> yes, I did know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, of course, Stevie, it's, it's, it's a play on Stephen. Did no, you, did Steveland. You know, did you know that Will <laughs> Smith's name is actually Willard? Oh, Will- yes, I do. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. I love that. Willard Smith. <laughs> I can't believe that's, th- th- these names are still floating around. What, Willard Smith? Willard, yeah. I think if there's any will, it's naturally a will, William, surely. Who would, and, who would win, Willard or Wellard from EastEnders? <laughs> Do you remember Wellard? It was Robbie's dog. It was very damning for the ratings for quite a long time. But they stuck it out. Until naturally the dog, you know, course of nature. Yeah, yeah, died. killed. Oh, died. Oh, died. Yeah, no, 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 no. Of course. Well, we don't talk. We, it died natural causes. We don't talk about that. Yeah, it fell down the stairs. Fell down the stairs because it was too old. It couldn't stand on its own legs. Nothing to do with the golf club that just swept the legs. Yeah. Fuck that. And it fucking deserved it. I mean, to die, <laughs> naturally. <laughs> 40% of the cast were involved with it because it kept seeing the fucking scenes. <clears throat> so, uh, hear no evil, see no evil. The last time I watched this movie was with your dad. Really? Okay. Yeah. That, that must have, well, the better part of 10 years ago, no? Yeah, you weren't present. <laughs> it was last year. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, when was I present? When was I not present while you were in that house for that, that long? That would have been funny. Jesus. Yeah. That must have been a blinding fucking shit I was taking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, but I watched it with you and your dad. And uh, I, I, yeah, I seem to remember we, we didn't like it. And yet, I, so, when I watched it again, I thought it was going to be good. I don't know why, but it, it wasn't. No, uh, I would say. I, I know my, my, my dad picked it up because I think it was one of those things that, uh, I mean, even, there was like a video rental shop like up the road, but that fucking had died many years before. But my dad would still come home with these bizarre what, fucking DVDs. What, right? was, the, was, what was the video been... shop called? Oh, this is so English and so fucking 2000s. The video shop was called Choices. And did it have Choices? choices? Did it fuck? Did it It was fuck, the size yeah. of a bedroom. Yep. Became as an estate agent later on, and that made much more sense. Yeah. But I guess all their fucking surplus stock ended up in the fucking... Uh... I remember going there once, and they had a whole three shelves of nothing but bulletproof monk. <laughs> I remember seeing a lot of Joe Dirt on the shelves there. Fucking was, had... hell, really? Okay. Yeah, I... yeah, and I had, like, no idea what it was. And I just need... So I will make sure I will never see this in my life. It's a... And like every now and again, I would see stuff like about Adam Sandler and stuff like that, and his kind of his his, his SNL buddies and stuff like that. And I guess um, what's his name, David Spade, mm-hmm. was the lead in it. Um, and finally, like stuff about Joe Dirt and like the contents of the actual movie have like finally fucking bled their way slowly to me after like fifteen years. <laughs> Like, oh, that's that's kind of interesting because I kind of made a conscious effort to avoid it for so long, but still, click goodbye. I watched yeah, was- Joe Dirt when I was about 10. And <laughs> my mom had a friend who would come over and bring Hit these... you with a stick. Bring <laughs> these uh, pirated VHSs. And I don't know why she would do it, because we wouldn't pay her anything, and we wouldn't ask her. 
and I, I remember seeing Spider-Man 2 like that, or some or Spider-Man, whatever, and, and I never wanted to see any of them because the quality was always just so shit. Like, it wasn't so much that somebody had shot it in a cinema. It was more <laughs> like they, like, re-recorded it, like, a hundred times. Oh, God. You know, which wouldn't make sense. I mean, it, it didn't make any sense for it to be so bad. And I remember watching Joe Dirt like that, and I was about 10 when I watched that one, and I, it was before I kind of understood what a flop was. And I couldn't understand it because I could see that it was an expensive movie. Paul, I haven't seen it, but I just, I got everything I needed from the fucking it's box art. It's really good. It was it's just, really good. You should oh, watch it. It's fucking amazing. Next week, we're doing Joe Dirt. Oh, and that's, that's why I bought this gun. <laughs> I bought a gun, by the way. Okay, have you got any bullets? <laughs> no, but the but the, no, but you know, the, yeah, the, the handle the looks heel sharp. has been solid metal. You know, if I fucking really club myself on the head with it, it should do some fucking damage. What did you call it? The heel. Heel is that right? Heel. I, I like that. No, I don't think that is right. But I, I like that. It's kind of like you're a nineteenth century policeman. <laughs> what I'm gonna do? I, Damn I, I the heel on the fusel mechanism. Crikey, there, Archimedes! Another notch in the furniture. <laughs> Back to periwinkle rough for me. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've, I've jimmied up an elaborate rig on the wall um, with this gun. So, so okay. yeah. heal uh, out first. I'm uh -huh. just going to run into it real quick. Um, if I sharpen... I've got, I've got some kind of angle files. If I work at it, I can get a nice edge on it. And if hopefully sharp enough to penetrate the skull, death should be pretty quick. Right. Very yeah. much like Peeping Tom, if you've seen that movie. I've not seen Peeping Tom. Do elaborate. It's about a man who goes around filming himself <laughs> murdering people with a spear. <laughs> okay. Sounds fucking badass. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's shit, Damien. You're just a simpleton. It's made in 1960. I'll see no more. I'll say no more. I'll say no more. I'll say no more. Oh, it's just, oh fucking hell. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, I just punched it in. Peeping Tom, 1960. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first thing that comes up. Yeah. yeah. It's, a okay. film that, it's a film that is very much... 1960. Okay, well, I'm going to leave that open. I'll, I can come back to that later. Yeah. So, uh, Kevin Spacey's cysts. Do you reckon that the plastic surgeon that, um, that performed that... It was not a plastic that... surgeon. You just, just lance well, it. Just bang. Bang. Look, no, I don't think... Oh, look at that. Is that a bird? Bang. No, no, no. Kevin Spacey oh, was no, far not, too not entitled Kevin Spacey. Oh, look over there. Is that a boy? Bang. <laughs> Someone just, like, fucking clubs him. Like, real, real fucking sharp with a belt, but the buckle side first, right? And it just rips it out. That's what happened. That's the altercation that they spoke of. I was wondering if, like, the GP, that, or wh whomsoever, you, whatever you would call it in the States, right, um, who performed the, uh, the procedure, did uh, Kevin Spacey have enough clout um, at that point? Was he famous enough that th this guy was starstruck and kept the, like, the waste material? And that, that somewhere, in a freezer somewhere, there is a little jar with this, like, fatty lump from Kevin Spacey's face. I think that even if you're starstruck, most people wouldn't do that. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I think most people would not do that, even if they were kind of obsessed. I don't think most people would keep the fucking contents of Kevin Spacey's cyst. Where, what, on a plate? You think, like, you don't, you what, don't it, think, Where like... would you keep it? In, like, a film canister or something? What would no, you I do with it? Like... Would you have it on display? Would you give it a sniff every now and then? What would be the fucking point? You'd look. You just get like a mason jar, get some like alcohol, alcoholic liquid, something like that. Well, alcoholic you just dilute it. 
No, you don't have the homeopathic it. version. It's, it's fine, you know. Just jimmy up the, uh, the the lid with like a needle or something like that. So you prick it, so it like it's suspended like midway through the glass. So it works as a nice object. It's not just like you know pulling at the bottom. That's kind of, it's kind of ungainly. You know that it's 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 good for cocktail parties. You know, it's a talking point, man. I definitely think that people who buy costumes that have been on films, especially people who buy shoes, I think those people should be screened. All I got was people who buy sh- shoes sh- should be screened. Can you just... P- people you who just... buy shoes that have been worn by actors and actresses should be screened. Oh, yeah? Yes. I think so. You know, there's one of the guys that I work with, I don't know if I mentioned this, you know, the, I talked about famous? Marcus. No, no, no. Um, but he... Uh, I know you know lots about it. I probably didn't say anything in the podcast, but that's, I guess, for another time. But he used to collect autographs, and he was going through a divorce um, um, when I knew him, unsurprisingly, because he, he started fucking people in the kitchen while his wife was off in Germany. Really? God, it's a bit hot. But he used to collect autographs, right? Did he? And he... And one like when he he was he started shitting himself during the divorce. It wasn't because they had this fucking palatial house in Germany or stuff like that. He was worried that he his autographs would be fucking tampered or taken away because he had eighty grand's worth of fucking autographs in his fucking library. Wow. And I thought, why? Have you you've met all these people? And you've you've been pursuing these people? This that and the other? Because I know at the time uh, where I was working, there was there was a lot of celebrity clientele. And I know there were a couple of nights. That uh, he would definitely hang around trying to like catch people as they were leaving. I know there was, there was one evening that uh, the cast of the Expendables was in, and he was out there fucking right trying to fucking dog Terry Crews. Um, ah, that's that... who you go after. I mean, I, I agree. <laughs> I love Terry Crews, like absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's I, that's exactly yeah. who I would have made a fucking beeline for. No, he's just, like he had, he had, he's got like Bogart signatures and stuff like that. People, he he, he just what he's got Humphrey Bogart signature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, the, what I found out was that he was not pursuing. He wasn't meeting these celebrities and getting autographs. Them. He was buying them. So it's like you talk about sixty grand's worth. It's like, oh right, so you won't. Of course, it's because you've been buying this stuff online. Could have been buying you, Bitcoin. You'd be a fucking millionaire. <laughs> sixty grand's worth of Bitcoin now. Oh, it's unthinkable. Benedict. Jesus, we'll call them. <laughs> I was in some poxy fucking trains. St- I think it was. It was Oxford Circus, right? They had this fucking cash machine, and it had this conversion for Bitcoin on it. I didn't realize just how obscenely fucking valuable it was. It's like, yeah. if you want one Bitcoin, you'd have to fucking fork over a thousand great British pounds. It was like 16,000 at one point, wasn't it? Really? I mean, I, I, I saw this like a year ago. Um, I don't know how it's fucking, if it's, it's still going up, down, or whatever, but I was still fucking aghast at that. I'd rather buy copper. It's always, go, it's always going up, you see. It's always, ever so slowly. It's always increasing in price. I'd rather do that. That's a better investment. I'll just buy four tons of copper. Just keep it outside. Yeah. Put, just, put just a top over it. it. Yeah. I'll put a throw. I'll climb up. You know, little rope, my rope ladder. Up, yeah. Put a little fucking throw pillow. Sit on it. You know. I'll, it's sometimes sunny over here. Uh, yeah. It's a good time. So yeah, 20, 2019, I'll buy it for one hundred and thirty-three thousand pounds. And then 2032, I'll sell it for like 150. It'll be totally worth it. <laughs> and I'll probably die. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll, I'll die. die with, I'll be buried with cash that other people can't have. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd have spit all over it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not being buried, Damien. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be in the middle of the fucking street covered in cash. I'm just spoiling just, it. Just police line around me. They have to wait until my natural remains have decayed to nothing. So, speaking of cash... What do you think about the whole st- the whole story in Hear No Evil, See No Evil of essentially 
who's got our coin, our our microchip coin. It, it's superb because you know, <laughs> despite all odds, these people, these professional criminals, and the police force themselves seem to be consistently out evaded by people that don't have command their their full senses. By yeah, no, well, yes, yes. By people who are very determined. Well, not determined enough. You know, I would say the problem with this movie is, you know, everyone who isn't Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor, they just didn't want it enough. All right? Yeah. And Gene, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor, they kind of didn't want it either. They didn't want, they wouldn't want any of it. They were stitched <laughs> up. They, they, wanted, they, would, they wanted nothing to do with it. So one they of, were the people that wanted it the least. One of the problems of this movie was everyone involved didn't want to be involved with it. Like, there was no conflict because everyone was like, sorry about that. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, here, did you drop this microchip? Oh, yes, we did. Um, sorry, were you going to steal this? No, no, we weren't. Oh, well, that's good. That saved us a lot of time. Yes, it has. About 90 minutes, in fact. <laughs> now the audience can get along with their day. We've done them a service. I, I kind of remember when I first saw it thinking this, and I definitely thought this the second time round. I went into it again, sort of not really remembering how bored I got with it. But I think the premise is so good. And you've got Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. They are both really funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and they're, they're really funny in this. They are good in this. And I thought Kevin Spacey was good in this as well. Mm -hmm. It's just sort of wasted instantly. It's this, it's this premise of a, a blind guy and a deaf guy and they work in, in a shop and they have to work together. And it just like immediately just throws that away and just goes on this this heist that could have easily had two people who weren't blind or deaf. Like th them being blind and deaf didn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah, they're very interesting portrayals. I mean, one of the things I kind of wanted to talk about is just at any point in this movie, and I think it was the, the most fun I had with it was um and i didn't i wasn't that down on it i think of the things that we've watched this was probably the most palatable by far yeah um, i i don't think it was terrible i just thought it was sort of it was very, very saggy. Quite, quite vanilla yeah so the most fun i had um considering these interesting portrayals of blind and deaf people was at any point in the movie you can just hit space when richard pryor is on the screen and Richard Pryor pretending to be blind, you'll just—he just has a psychotic look on his face at all fucking times. I, I can challenge you to find any point in the movie where you can just hit spacebar, and he's not looking like he's going to eat your unborn no, children. No, you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. What he looks like is he looks like—I don't know, Rich. You know that impression he does of his Alsatian dog, where he's talking to his dog, and his dog's going, "I don't know, Rich." He does that exact same face. He's doing his dog oh, face. Really? Yeah. Okay, I uh, maybe, but I, I, I Matt, uh, do you know I that know, Gene it's... Wilder learned to lip read for this role? But he could still hear. No, but I he, mean, how no, did he, he learned to look like he was doing? Well, he learned to do it. Well, I mean, but... I can like stare at someone's mouth. I mean, what's the distinction here? Well, I, I, I guess he put put his fingers in his ears and he learned how to do it, and he just wanted to understand what blind people think and how they're blind limited. People? Blind, deaf people. <laughs> ear blind people. Ear blind people. People with no ear balls. <laughs> yeah, I guess, he, I don't know. I guess he just wanted to understand. I don't know. Well, I, I think that's quite I a mean, positive sign. You don't have to shit on it. No, I, I shouldn't shit on it. I, I really like Gene Wilder. I think that's actually quite sweet. Um, I just, but that being said, I still think Richard Pryor as a blind man was, was less than nuanced, I would say. Yeah, Richard Pryor went to a, uh, Went to a blind school to study them as well. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off, did he fucking bollocks do that? 
That's Richard what... Pryor rocked up and just fucking. I'm just. I refuse to look people in the eye. It's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I guess he's going to be blind then. All right, we'll write it in. It wrote it around his ego. Is that what you're saying? I remember Gene Wilder saying that he tried to be friends with Richard Pryor, and Richard Pryor just wasn't interested. Really? Yeah. Like, oh, like, like I, not I like in a nasty a... way, just like he was sort of. He had his own shit to shit going on. Gene Wilder would come over bringing sandwiches from the craft table and he would just like throw them on the fucking floor. So you get back over there. Other side of the fucking studio. If you try and look at me, eye contact is a fucking no. Gene Wilder was in tears for most of the production. And for Stir Crazy as well. I don't know. I guess being addicted to crack is like having a baby. You know, you just don't want people round. <laughs> well, report me for licking cutlery and making eye contact to the manager of your local Denny's if it isn't time for your horoscope. Aquaries, January 21st to February 19. Mundane tasks including errands, written correspondence, and menial housework might bore you all day, Aquaries. But the Stygian blackness of night? Well now, that's a whole different barrel of herring now, isn't it? You will awaken late morning to find your washing folded, dishes neatly put away, taxes filed, and garden trim and proper. Night you sure can put a bit of stick about when needs must, can't they? Best you ignore the missing butcher's knife and freshly turned soil. You can buy another knife, though this is starting to get expensive, what with cutlery prices being what they are. Also, be aware, night you may have catfished Karen from accounting. Just a heads up. Financial issues might prove quite the bulwark with regards to your self-expression today. Perhaps you need a little more liquid capital before proceeding with any of your more high-minded schemes. You usually aren't one to let this kind of fiscal constraint stop you. But then again, the man from the bank was very insistent. Angry even, you may not see the validity of his counter-argument right now. But give it a week, then revisit the issue with renewed zeal. If arming the homeless is a good idea, then the stars will be on your side. Jupiter has a bit of a strop on this month, so you will find this period naturally gives you a stronger magnetic appeal. This will make your keys easier to find, but watch out, you may get that butcher's knife back after all. You will become strong and sexy, the envy of other men, more than a fitting image for the best quality body pillow, the ones with the textured fabric. The toast of Hollywood, you will develop the ability to read women's minds and cruise through the desert in leather, and you'll be right to do it too. The King of Scots, a god among lesser men, a pillar of pure, mute, sexual, masculinity. Then you'll say the word numpty in a heated call with an ex-spouse and it will all be downhill from there. I know, life is rarely fair, but please enlighten me. Exactly how are the Jews responsible, Mel? For it seems to me that you lived your life like a candle in the wind. Unreliable. Your lucky locale is here. Your lucky time is now. This week's game is the most dangerous, and your primal drive is to survive. 
The general has kindly seen fit to give you but a short lead, so I'd make haste were I you. Give it a good old college try. Goodbye. And good luck. Let's do it now. Let's do it. Let's do the Joe Rogan thing now. Who's it? Who's Joe Rogan? Who's Joe so Rogan? We... Who, welcome to my new podcast. Who's Joe Rogan? Who's Joe Rogan? It's not Damien, and it's not me. <laughs> Tune in next week, and that's when it's find out if one of us will sack the fuck up and be Joe Rogan. That's that's right. My little podcast. Our third presenter is. Joe Rogan, and it is Joe Rogan. Imagine that. <laughs> if I, yeah, and if we he, don't if advertise it at all. Like, that... We do not want any more listeners. We're happy with the listeners we've got. We do not want more people. Oh, that happened right now. I hear that voice just come in and say, "Hey guys, I would, I would fucking cack my pants. I would, it would fire through my office chair." Hello, freak bitches. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take over now. We swap. We just, we just come out. What would you do, Damien, if that was it? And that's how we introduced <laughs> it. Well, you've been tag teaming, you know, blowjobs. We for never mentioned it on his hours. channel or anything. Uh, well, I might give you some. Uh, I'll, I'll give you some fucking space. That would, I don't know that would if I be can, funny. You know, I I, <laughs> I, 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 I thought I was hearing something in the back. I assume you wouldn't want to talk like to Joe Rogan. Man, not if you know if you're sucking his dick. Well, all right, like, fine. <laughs> oh, I'll abstain this time. You Damien. can have a go then. I've already bought the plane ticket. <laughs> it's fine. Well, imagine if I called you up and I said, uh, hi, Damien, Joe Rogan's lent me 20 grand, but as collateral, I've said that you're going to suck his dick. And he's on his way. Would that be like... I've, a... already, I've already taken the cash out of the bank and I've fucking burnt it. I've put it so you're fucked. I, Damien, I've invented this new drug. It's like 10 times as addictive as heroin and it has none of the kick and I've injected it all into my veins. <laughs> and he's coming for you. Would that be like a John Wick situation? Where you're just running, and there's just this Joe Rogan music. <laughs> no, it'd be, it'd be like Darude Sandstorm, wouldn't it? That's Joe Rogan's music. All I hear is in my head is, hello, freak bitches. Three, two, one, and we're live. Oh my god, around every corner. It's just that. You just hear that slowly getting louder and louder and louder until you're sucking his dick. <laughs> you don't even see it fucking like thrust up into your mouth. It's like, when was I sucking this dick? And for how long? I don't know. Hello, freak bitches. I don't want to talk Hello, about this anymore. Freak bitches. No, it's taken a dark turn. It's a very dark turn. Well, not a dark turn, just a very gay one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I thought our original brief was see no hear no. See no hear no. Whatever, whatever. Christmas stylings, whatever. right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So how we make it Christmas? All right, I only Is had it, one idea. I, I didn't come up with that. My idea, yeah, it's just a white guy and a black guy, and they're, they've got a shop together, and they've both got a disability, and one is Robert Pattinson, and he's a vampire, and the other is Wesley Snipes, and he's Blade. Okay. And that's it. And they just have a shop together. And they don't do anything. They just have a shop. So Blade comes up, he answers the ad. He's like, yeah, okay, fine. What about, you know, I'm, I'm looking for like $200 a week. Yeah, sure. Immediately plunges a fucking katana through Robert Pattinson's heart. <laughs> or like, like it ends. And it turns out it... to be like a crow situation as well. It's like, we didn't realize it was a real sword. <laughs> so he's actually Immediately dead. fucking, ble yeah. Pisses the heart, you know, he was dead very quickly. Um, was, imagine I mean, trying if... to get away with that. We didn't realize it was a real sword. 
<laughs> Before it was plastic. He did that thing with the pencil, you know, when you kind of wobble it at the bottom, it looks all wobbly, so we thought it was plastic. He did that with a sword. He did it with a sword. It looked wobbly. No, it's just too fast for the eye. Wobbly. <laughs> Sorry. This, is, is that how you can choose to conduct yourself in this inquest? For God's sake, man, get your shit together. No, the man has died. No, it's, it's, it's Blade and it's Robert Pattinson and they're together in the shop but then you realize like oh that's the end we go so you know that's the first scene and then the second scene ooh, five months before and it's robin pattinson robert pattinson getting married to that skank and it's just like a a twilight scene and it's awful and it goes on forever it goes on for like seven minutes but it feels like 30 minutes and it's just so shit and you're just about to turn it off and then you're like is that the nightclub music from blade and it's just like getting louder and louder and louder and louder and louder. And you're like, what the fuck is that? And then they're like, in three seconds, like everyone's dead. And he's just cutting through these vampires. And then they, they're all like in their, in their like fancy wedding attire and he's just murdering them. And that's, that's my 2018 version of see no evil, hear no evil. All right, so they graduate. And then Robert Pattinson's like, oh, thank fuck for that. And they, they bro fist and then they're like, yeah, bros forever. Bros before skanks. <laughs> Rose before so that skank there, the specifically. Floor. So we, with the nightclub, it's, it's, it, does it do like a sort? Does it play out? Play out like Blazing Saddles, where it becomes this fourth wall thing, where you know the movie plays out and just like Blade just immediately appears in all the fucking scenes, just destroying everything in his path. And it cuts to the next thing, and Blade is also jumping through the fucking set pieces with this fucking thing, just plunging this fucking. Like the sound recorder is like being thing. decapitated and stuff, and yeah, you, you, we get a we get a a sword coming through the camera, you know, breaking the lens, coming through the camera, and then, the you know, the real camera pulls out of even that, and the camera operator gets a, gets the end of the sword in his eye, and he's dead. And yeah, then, then Blade goes up to a, a lighting rig and chops it down, and he electrocutes someone who's trying to run away. Everyone's running away as well. That's really important. No one, right, okay. no one is resisting him. Everyone's running away, and everyone dies. Right, okay, so do people see this movie in the, th in the movie theatres? Only in their dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so what maybe we we roll all the credits at the beginning of the movie so once you know Wesley Snipes is done with his rampage and he obviously goes to the fucking cameras that's it we just cut to black there's no there's no pump and circumstance there's no we don't fucking we don't linger on it we just lights on everyone just gets out clears out the fucking uh, out of the theater yeah movie's done you don't Snipes is done. You have no idea where he's he's offset he could be on his way to this very theater if you don't haul ass <laughs> That'll be Snipes coming through the fuck, that, that fucking screen in front of you. No, it's, and he will it's, not take your fucking shit. So it, it, it ends and it's like a wobbly camera and it's, it's sort of going in and out of focus. And also at the same time, it's sort of zooming in and out uh, because the people who made it don't quite know what they're doing and it looks naff. And they've, they've sort of overdone it and you can tell. And it's doing that and Wesley Snipes is just chopping people up off screen and you can hear them and they're screaming and they're begging for mercy and it's just horrible and nasty. And then we cut and then we just go to like any random pop song. Like Mia, M-I-A, you know, just whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Who fucking cares? I was going to say, call me maybe. I mean, it's a little bit out of date, but, it, you know, it could do with a bit of a resurgence. Fucking Snipes, I think, could give that song a little bit uh, some, you know, the credit it fucking deserves. Fucking Spice Girls, who gives a shit? Yes. Why not? Didn't your dad almost write a Spice Girls song? Yeah, I, I don't know. That might be that might be bullshit. I know it's more when my dad was working for EMI. I know that he worked in the same office with with Pete Waterman, and I don't know if he. My dad said he was he was broached by Pete Waterman to write for the Spice Girls, and my dad was like, "No, I I don't want to do that." 
uh, I've got better things to do. And it's like, okay. and he told me the story. It's like, well, yeah. So you, I guess he was he was expecting me to kind of you know respect that decision, which I, I do to a degree. You know, he did the stuff that he wanted to do. But then, obviously, MP3s came around and kind of like destroyed fucking staff writers for for those companies. And then it's like, ah, oh, I really wish I'd wrote that song for the fucking Spice Girls now. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that's a tragedy. I do respect him not doing it though. Yeah, no, I I, I can't argue with argue with him. He's never he's never. I like yeah, I like the idea that this is sliding doors now in in, a, in another universe. In another universe, it just cuts and like we're having this same conversation, but I'm like five hundred pounds and stuck behind a desk, and I'm just constantly eating potato chips, and you're like in a in a white suit and with, with like gold rimmed <laughs> sunglasses, and for some reason you're doing this podcast all down a massive cell phone, even though you're really rich. You've got this stupidly light cell phone. It's just yeah. like that. If your dad had r- written that song for the Spice Girls, then again, it might have been shit, and they might have died. <laughs> So, well, I, you know, see, that, if my dad wrote something that was so obscenely awful that, you know, upon playback in the <laughs> studio, all the Spice Girls heads would have fucking exploded, fucking scanners slightly. I'd fucking fist pump him every fucking day I saw him, <laughs> He'd man. probably be very rich as well. <laughs> he was hired by the Russians to infiltrate EMI and Warner Brothers. Yeah. Just to take the fucking Spice Girls down. Just so Tattoo could be number one. <laughs> it's it could have happened man it could have happened it could have happened you'd be there and you'd be smoking bizarrely you're smoking a big fat cigar but through a cigarette holder it's just not right and you're well, in this white suit and you've got brown loafers and the sort of loafers that have the tassels on them what are that what are those about Ugh. fuck oh that's that's fucking revolting do you know no, what do you no, know no, what no, i mean no. i know what yeah. you mean yeah like no. the long tassels like the the bubbles and they go everywhere and why can all people do that as well? Why can all people wear hats with fucking pom-poms on and shit? Fuck all people. Because <laughs> they're about to die. doesn't really matter what they wear. Young person do, does that. You can chase them down the fucking street. They'll, you know, they'll put up a fight, you know. When you, you exact a- aggression on them, you know, it's not, an, it's, it's not a guaranteed kill. So, you know, you, you have a chance of walking away with, from it, like, you know, relatively without repercussion. Old person, you can't t- take it upon themselves. You let them be. Of course they're going to go down. You understand? You do understand, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just sorry. I'm just, I just was laughing. <laughs> and, so, and on reflection as well, I actually think I, that offer might have been put to my father and that he wasn't rejecting the Spice Girls thing on a matter of integrity at all. More of, of, more of cowardice that he wasn't prepared to take a life and work for the Russian government. And now I can't look at him without thinking, you miserable fucking yes, yellow-bellied fuck. Because the Spice Girls were but one life. They were a single organism. You know, much like yeah, we no, apparently they... have a mutual bucket of cum. Ugh. Fills up a guitar. Now. You know, it's been a year. I think that's what we said was a good time frame. Wait, so it's... This guitar is fucking lousy with cum. You should stop mailing, you fill... mailing in those fucking vials. Is that vials. what we it's decided? Disgusting. You can fill up a guitar in a, in a year? No, I thought was, I don't remember what we said. I think at least the lifetime. No, I think we said like fucking like like fifty thousand lows. <laughs> All right, let's get work. Let's get to work, people. What? 50, no, fifty thousand lows. That's an outlandish figure. Well, someone will tell us. You know, tell me that I'm wrong. They'll tell me the correct figure, and I won't have to do any work. It'll be fine. Right, hang on. Private. How much cum do you have? dot com
it's all serious stuff that's come up, by the way. Just how dare you laugh? Oh, so it's, I'm sure it's like cancer scared. I don't have as much cum as I used to. Is is one of my balls about to drop off? Okay, I'll be more specific. How much cum do you make in your life? <laughs> I'm actually fascinated now. How much cum can I expect to make? Well, for some from reason, now on? okay, so it's given me normal semen volume in sort of like the, you know, you know the, the preview box that Google has. Mm-hmm. In that, it's done that, and it's highlighted certain words, so I will emphasize those words. The average amount of semen that a guy releases may surprise you. According to a World Health Organization standards, the average amount of semen that a guy produces per, ejacula- per ejaculation is a paltry 2.5 milliliters. For you, poultry. Americans out there, <laughs> that's around half a teaspoon. Oh, Half dear. a teaspoon? You have that for breakfast, don't you, That's... Damien? Yeah, I must have fired at least a tablespoon already. Okay, yeah, this is what oh, I got. They... So we, we're on to it now. <laughs> How much cum do you throw away over the course of a lifetime? Oh my god, we have actual answers here. <laughs> it's, it's a terrifying amount. Between the ages of 11 and 50, a man is likely to produce... 71 litres of ejaculate. Oh my fucking god, that is disgusting. (laughs) Additionally, between the ages of 50, he's likely to produce another 10.5 litres. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, so how many gallons would that be? You crunch the numbers, Damien. Or 21.5 gallons. Well, I've got 80 litres and 17.6 gallons. Imperial gallons. What's the interior volume of an acoustic guitar? Ah, interior volume of the average acoustic guitar. Yeah, you should know this. Come on, come on, come on. But they come in various shapes and sizes, man. Well, an average one. You know, the average one, the Spondetti model. Mel magazine is calling this half a bathtub of cum. Someone has been asking about what the the body volume of a Gibson ES135 is. That's a big guitar. Mm -hmm. Someone knows, wants to know how to fill it up with liquid. Yeah, I can't find it. Yeah? Yeah. Fuck. i tell you what, what I'll do, is I've got this cheap piece of shit um, up north. Um, Damien, it could take you to... ten years to fill it up. I'm not going to do that, but what I can do... I mean, it, it did belong to my grandfather, but it's a piece of shit. It was, you know, it's nothing. I'll get up there, and we say, what, half a teaspoon? What I'll do is, I know but they've got teaspoons up there, I'll, I'll just use regular liquid. Tap liquid, I think they call it water. And I will, uh, I'll conduct an experiment. But don't measure it in teaspoons. (laughs) Are you sure the, well, I thought they said that the the average load is half a teaspoon, which doesn't seem right to me. It doesn't matter about half the uh, the average load. Just, just, we don't care about the average load. Just put in. Just the volume. Just work out the volume. Just put it in litre by litre. Are you really going to do that? Yeah, of course I can if I can do it. I mean, my dad will be in tears, you know, it's something that he holds on to. Well, don't do it to that one then. <laughs> no, I'm committed now. I've said it on the podcast, which means it's, it, it's law. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? We ask you. <laughs> it's a resigning yes. Desecrate your grandpa, part of your grandfather's legacy for our amusement. I'll record it while I do it as well. You just hear me cry, my dad's crying in the background. Yeah, you make a mockery. Like, yes. 
Imagine if this was come. So you've just got to work. Do, now, did we decide? Is it? Is sorry? Is the guitar on its back? Well, yeah. You you'd lay it down. You lay it down. That's yeah. how you get because right. you could so you get it to the brim. The brim would essentially would be the, the sound hole, yeah, right? If yeah, you if you hole, stood yeah. it upright, it's that's half. It's like a third of the guitar, which is not being utilized, mm. and you know they could, that's that's not good enough. There could be yeah, it's like thirty percent more come in there. That's a waste. It's for time for our annual come talk. So yeah, you you had a festive retelling of see no evil, hear no evil. It's just called say no evil, is it? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't have a festive retelling. I'm trying to bring it around full circle. The only thing I could generate is that obviously the microchip in question. The only thing I could think to make it festive is like, would well, that just be a chocolate coin naturally? <laughs> People really want. Well, shit, it. you get it, Chris. Delicious Christmas. chocolate. Yeah, that really cheap milk chocolate, which is the best chocolate you eat all year. Oh, God. It's not even milk chocolate, though, is it? It's, like, got something in it to stop it melting. It's just, it's brown milk with sugar in it. It's like army chocolate. Yeah, it's... But it fucking works. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. In giving you it's diabetes. Like, well, we don't realise. You don't realise it's so loaded with sugar. It's as good as a ration bar. You could eat, like, half of that and you'd have enough calories to do the fucking day. Yeah. A good day of labour... Oh. Like all you were supposed to eat during the December month is is just your advent calendar. Fuck any fucking additional meals. You're really doing your body a disservice if you do. Stick to water and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly like granola bars. You know, granola bars, I mean, of course they're full of sugar if you're eating them all at once. Who who does that? What what sort of greedy mad person does that? You eat tiny little bits, tiny crumbs. A granola bar is meant to last you a week, maybe two. Good God, man. Granola. You're supposed to share it amongst your fam amongst the family. Yeah, you're supposed to provide. Put them down for the rat. You. <laughs> What's your idea for the remake? You don't have one, do that you? Was it. A fucking chocolate coin. That was all I had. That's all I had, man. That's not an idea for a remake. It's changing one thing. I mean, I guess it counts as an idea, in you know, a very broad sense. I guess you it didn't doesn't. Clarify <laughs> Clarif All right, let's clarify the yeah, you're, you're let's get a definition okay, of idea okay, here. You're making this movie again today. Who's in it? Okay, I'm going to say like Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder again. But <laughs> Gene Wilder, blackface. Richard Pryor, whiteface. There we go. But Richard Pryor is still blind. Gene Wilder's still deaf. Turns it on his fucking head. Why not Samuel L. Jackson and Gordon Ramsay? Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Come on, it'd be fun if but... he was blind. Yeah, but that's not remaking the Jackson. movie at this point. We're just stipulating a world where Gordon Ramsay is blind and like Samuel L. Jackson He's just giving him shit for no reason. Just, just... The fucking swipes his cane and just like, fucking there's, sweeps the leg every two fucking seconds. They're still celebrities. They they're going to an award ceremony together for something, some charity shit, and they just going together and they don't really like each other but like their wives know each other and they're going together and Samuel L. Jackson's just like prodding Gordon Ramsay and Gordon Ramsay's fucking having none of it and it's just 90 minutes of that there's, so the peril is there's that, no um, attempt at a story that's the future of films there's no attempt at a story it's just fuck it the peril is that, that Samuel L. Jackson and, uh, and Gordon Ramsay have an established relationship dare I say friendship but it's gone public obviously Gordon Ramsay's now blind and Samuel L. Jackson has not been kind to that 
And Samuel L. Jackson, there has been a huge fucking backlash. And for whatever reason, as you say, they're going to an awards ceremony, but they, 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 they don't have a driver, right? Because the company, they've seen this, uh, you know, what's going on with Samuel L. Jackson, this hateful fucking comments in the media. They want nothing to do with it. They don't want to put themselves, they don't want to throw themselves in with that. So they fucking cancel the ride. It's, it, it's Samuel L. Jackson and Gordon Ramsay having to get to this awards ceremony on foot through the public. Yeah. But yeah. Samuel L. Jackson, right? Oh, there's a bit where they so have to rob psychotic. a saxophonist and everything, yeah. <laughs> he sticks to his guns. He's not going to give fucking Gordon a good right. No. In his mind, no. he's trying to he's trying to like fucking um, he's trying to fucking bolster him up. He's trying to fucking well, strengthen no, him up. No, this is fascinating. Should... And before they have to drive through the park, let's just talk about why Sam Jackson hates blind people so much. Discuss. Mm. I assume you have a good reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I assume that what you've said there was thought you didn't just behind pull it. out of your ass. <laughs> no, of course not. No, no, no. You've obviously, you've had that coffee and you're obviously ready for the movement. The thing, and, the, and as opposed to actually taking a shit, you give me this. The thing, is, no, is, it, the thing is, is Samuel L. Jackson, he has pioneered for years and years and years, for all, all of his adult life, really, certainly, certainly for all of his professional life, he has pioneered for equal rights for everybody, no matter uh, of your faith, uh, no matter of your, your sexuality or how you identify, no, no matter who you are, he's always, always campaigned for equal rights, especially for people with disabilities, because his father was disabled, but secretly... Samuel L. Jackson hated his father, who was blind. I think Samuel L. Jackson has been drinking a lot, and he just sees a weak white man, and he's having none of it. He can fucking Gordon really Ramsay? dress him down. Why is Gordon Ramsay weak? Because <laughs> he's blind. Because he's blind. Okay. So he's, he's, only, he's, he's, he's freshly blind, right? Oh, why not? You know, we've, we've, got right. to, we've got to establish a motive here. Okay. I'm not saying it's legitimate, but... You know, I'm struggling for ideas here. I, I, you caught me on the back foot. I haven't thought this through. I'll just pick. I'll just point my finger at the first thing I, I, I can think of. Okay, well, one's black, one's white. <laughs> Must be a hate crime. And and it, he's also Zeus from Die Hard Three. <laughs> no, from the mythology, yes. the Greek mythology. He's, he's, he's got a big he's, fuck off beard. Do you remember that film, <laughs> Black Zeus? <laughs> I'm sure it's out there. Didn't they do that on Mystery Science Theatre? We should must be. have watched it. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't we watch Black Jason once? <laughs> you say Black Jason, the only thing I can think of is the kid that we went to school with. <laughs> After a day in the fucking coal mines. If, he was, if, if, if Jason was black, he'd be Juicy Hudson. <laughs> of course he would be. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of Jason, do you know what I saw the other day? Riding my motorbike with sexy Jason. <laughs> right, sorry. Riding my motorbike with sexy Jason. Uh, Norman Reedus has a TV show, I think on Amazon, and it's him riding his bike and going on holiday. Oh, I, th I, might, I think I saw like a thumbnail. I didn't quite believe what it was. It's like it? they, they, they fucking couldn't be bothered to mix it properly. So it's oh, just really? like fucking music and well, Norman Reedus is quite softly spoken. So it's sort of God, it's speaking like, and then, then me and my friend went to Venice Beach, uh, which I came to 20 years ago and I enjoy living in very much. And he says that whilst there's like this dance track going, and then his motorbike going, and it's, it's, it's fucking interminable. But, yeah, but I like, I, I like him. So. I can I'll, I can imagine yeah it's, I'll watch some ride ride with Norman Reedus I've got it up fucking hell get ready for season three watch the teaser I'm gonna have to fucking check this shit out 
It's just the same picture of him in a fucking leather jacket and sunglasses. There are like eight photos, and it's the same one over and over again. <laughs> fucking hell. What a nice man. I'm sure he's absolutely delightful. Successful and sexy Jason. How much cum do you think you could get in a motorbike? <laughs> I'm so glad you said motorbike. <laughs> Not Norman Reedus. <laughs> I mean, he... <laughs> No, never mind. All right, so what's the volume of a fucking motorcycle engine tank? Are we just saying oh, the engine work, tank? We work out that, yeah, I suppose. Okay. All right, what are, are we talking about? The cylinder, everything? Like the tires? I mean, what how, I mean, just, yeah, what, what are the or parameters? Are, are we just talking about what you displace if you throw a motorbike into a bath? Yeah, I, yeah, I see I see what you're saying. There are several criteria for success There, there is I a mean, problem with testing fucking... criteria, yeah. Okay, well, I'll think about it. I'll get a spreadsheet and everything. And, okay. Uh, in the meantime, I'll just punch in motorcycles full of cum. Is that, I'm sure that's not ill advised at all. No. Oh, but seriously though, um, type in two girls, one cup. Because <sighs> <sighs> there was Joe Rogan watching that. Have you, have you ever seen that? What Joe Rogan watching two girls, one cup? No, you've seen two girls, one cup. Uh, yeah, I've seen two girls, one cup. I, I've never seen it. Really? Yeah. Then you said. No, no, we, we, we must have touched on it before, and you thought, oh, that's nothing. you got to see two girls, one octopus. Oh, man. I, I Yeah. No, no, don't don't ever look at that. Don't ever, <laughs> don't ever look at that. Fuck you for bringing I that I stopped back. doing this, like, fucking, like, I think it was, like, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Someone said, like, you know, what you got to do is you just put in blue waffle on Google. Oh, I remember and, that. <laughs> and you, you just hit, I'm feeling lucky. Yeah, you do it. You do it. What did, wait, what did the I'm feeling lucky button it do? Just ba- it, it just took you to the first page. Of the, uh, the, it would open up the page of the first search result. Wow, I bet that got abused. Does it, do we still have it? Hang on, let's have a quick look. They must have fucking dispensed with that feature. You'd hope. I just, I, yeah, I mean, I, no, they still have it. Why would you have that? <laughs> I've, I've never, never used, used that. It. Yeah, only that one instance where it was obviously fucking... I've never used I'm feeling lucky on Google. Type type meat spin and then type... And then click I'm feeling lucky. All right, now I'm starting to see the appeal. Meat spin. Yeah. I'm feeling... <laughs> All right, so I've got the thing that comes... Uh, 18 plus adults only kind of clear here to view. The world meat spin record is... T- 10 million 112 spins. <laughs> Are you in? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, man, I don't, kind of don't want to. It needs to, go needs on, to kind of go on. install an, uh, an old in- fucking version of fucking Flash. Do it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No. I stomached 24 spins before that was enough. What was it? What were you looking at? <laughs> Describe to the viewers what you saw. You fucking know what was there. No idea. You set me up, you bitch. <laughs> I did. You set me up. I didn't. What are you talking about? Go for it yourself. See if you can stomach more than 24 fucking meat spins. I think 24 meat, sk- meat spins is pretty gay, Damien. <laughs> Whatever it is Fuck you're talking you. about. <laughs> I can't, the record is 10,112,000. That's oh, a dedicated you. computer somewhere. So, so, someone must have acquisitioned a computer in a school 
just before they broke up for the school <laughs> for the summer holidays, right? That's how they did yes. it. They didn't leave it on mute as well. <laughs> yeah, they just leave it on mute, and it was just on all summer. And then when they came back, you know, the first the, te- the first teacher to see this would just smelt the, the the computer before they even saw it. It was just burnt out. It was just fucked because all it had been doing for six weeks nonstop was just meat spin. <laughs> It must be that. It's got to be something like that. Because the alternative is like, there's someone that's obviously thinking, right, I'm going to, fu- here's how I'm going to fucking cement my fucking legacy. I'm going to be the meat spin master, right? I'm going to leave this but how would you prove it? running. How would you prove it was you? Uh, and I, who I would guess, care? I, I don't know. Maybe they do the kind of like some kind of like live stream with Twitch, perhaps, <laughs> you know, I guess you can screenshot it, you know, maybe, yeah, you can punch that in. You can see this guy still meat spinning and it's he, climbing up there. But if that's the case, you obviously get to a point... You think one million is like that's that's a fucking benchmark. That's good. No, no, he's going for the fucking goal. There's fucking two million, three million. We'll go fucking ten million. Well, how long is ten million meat spins? I have no fucking idea. All right, so fucking, it, I think it's like one one meat spin a second, right? Okay. Maybe 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 two. I mean, it, I, I got tw- I to twenty four. That felt that felt it felt like less than ten seconds. But I don't know. My mind kind of burnt out a little bit there. Okay. Hmm. Um. So maybe two a second, maybe. I don't know. Can we Google that? How many meat spins a second? Yeah, I, I don't know about how many meat spins a second. I think you're going to have to look that up for yourself. But I've, I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, there's nothing. No, no, no. So it just comes up with... <laughs> no, fuck, yeah, there's nothing. And I'm not, I'm okay. not going to fucking... So, well, if it is one second, if one meat spin is one second, then that's... Um, ten, well, ten million seconds. Yes, which is almost four months. <laughs> well, okay, that yeah. could, that, maybe if you found the right computer, I guess you know. In no, but I, um, I think you're right. I think if you got twenty-four meat spins, yeah, I, I don't think that was. I don't think it was a meat spin a second. I think it might have been two or three meat spins a second. Okay. So yeah, so, so we're looking at maybe two months. It could have been. Okay. A, which could have been a school summer. Yeah, it kind of equates, maybe, or some sort of recess. Maybe it was in Congress when they had their recess. <laughs> well, you don't realise. So obviously, like ten million one hundred and twelve is the record, but there are like thirty other records which are like right behind it yeah. because it was every computer every in the computer. fucking lab that was doing that. <laughs> they're all singing fucking "You Spin Me Right Round" in tandem was, for fucking two months. It was. It, it was every computer in in Parliament while they broke away for, for Christmas or whatever. <laughs> Every computer. <laughs> and it was just this room where Every computer was switched on, its speakers were switched on, and you couldn't bear to be in that room for more than two or three seconds. It was just a torture room. Just the noise that would make. Yeah, they got it wired up to you know an overhead projector, right? So it's, <laughs> it's on there. You know, It's the first thing you see. They full screen that motherfucker. <laughs> they, they crafted the, they, these guys. They, they, these guys leave it on mute, so you don't know until you walk in the fucking room. But it's the first thing you fucking see. Fucking eight foot wide, plastered across the wall. The, it's a small room. It's it's like fucking ten by ten foot. You know, it's the only thing you see. Well, you you can see it from the other end of the hallway once you open the fucking door. The swinging fucking dick. It is very unpalatable. <laughs> oh, okay, so. What is your remake of... <laughs> oh, no, that's where we got to. We got to 
we got, we got to Gordon Ramsay is blind and Samuel L. Jackson is abusing him. Abusing him how? He's still sort of with him. They're going to this award ceremony, but there's all these all these snipes at him being blind. Well, yeah, I think like Samuel L. Jackson, oh, his actions are construed in the media is like you know quite hateful. Well, oh, yeah, you doing, said that. You said he's made all these hateful comments. But it's tough love. It's, it's, okay. it's tough love. Well, you say stuff know, like he's... now he's blind, brackets and inferior. He'll have to learn to cope without sight. Yeah, but, stuff like that. I mean, no, 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 nothing so direct. Not like a, a press conference or anything. Like that. It's <laughs> okay. like stuff that's been observed in pu- public. You know, he's obviously kind of try- he's trying to get him to kind of not rely on the cane so much and just kind of feel his way. Use you know, rely on his hearing a little bit more. And okay. he's, you know, he's, he's kind of joshing him a little bit, nudges him a little bit. But I think but there before, was an instance where you seem like fucking okay, but get the legs fucking Ramsey's on the floor. But how people like fucking are up in arms. How does that work with what you said before? So like Samuel L. Jackson saying to him, "Stop using the cane. It's a symbol of white power." I'm 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 workshopping it right or, now. Or are we I'm, getting I'm rid of the race it down. We, we, we might do. I'm, I we might, might do. be fucking working something out here. You know, we can. Uh, we'll, 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 we will evaluate it at the end of maybe, it. Okay? Maybe maybe it would be more reasonable. We're, like it's not it's not like Samuel L. Jackson doesn't like Gordon Ramsay because he's white so much as because he's so shiny. Hmm. Because he's, he's a shiny quite, man. He is quite shiny, isn't he? He's a shiny yes, beast. And quite sinewy as well. Yeah. Which gives there's a lot of face as well going on there. Yes, a, 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 a lot of very interesting facets, particularly in his furrowed brow. Yeah, I mean, for so, if you're trying to paint that, kind of trying to get the dynamic lighting correct, it's 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 a bit of a mindfuck. You know, you're like a legitimate artist when you can when you can program kind of a, accurately a replica accurately of Ramsey's face that can go through dynamic lighting changes. <laughs> I was talking about painting, but yeah, it's like 3D modeling. That's got to be, it's got to be a mountain to climb. It's like you know? m- mapping the canals of Mars. <laughs> it's that, or it's fucking Gordon Ramsay and Maya, of course, yes. That, that's a, that, I think there's a perfect fucking parallels. Okay, so, so, all right, so, Samuel L. Jackson so, uh, doesn't uh, like so, him because so, he's too shiny. So, yeah, great, there's a great conflict there. So it's like, oh, God, you're so bright. I can't even see. Yeah, but you're too bright. Samuel L. Jackson's constantly annoyed because the sun keeps reflecting of Gordon Ramsay. And he looks whiter than the average white. Yeah. We can work that race angle. Maybe it's not a comedy. Yeah, it's, it's not even that. Like, yeah, he does. But also, like, he's just always wearing white. Like, <laughs> he can change that. He's always <laughs> fucking wearing white. Top to bottom, it's like the soup from Big. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Was, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, it go the sleeves go all the way past his hands. <laughs> that, I don't remember a top hat, uh, Gordon, uh, Mister Ramsey. This is it seems to be a bit a bit overkill. You know, <laughs> Mister Jackson is is already up in arms. He, I think you're, you're doing it to push his buttons. Fuck off. <laughs> it's a really big fucking top hat as well. It's huge. It's not. It's like as tall as like the stovepipe Lincoln thing, but it's like a regular fucking top hat proportion wise. So it's really wide. So one of the reasons Gordon Ramsay's having so much pro- problem is as, as a blind man is that trying to find his way around with the cane. He can't do it. Two, both of his hands are, are, are wasted supporting this fucking ridiculous hat that he's always wearing. Right. This is perfect. And what we'll do is we'll get that knife band in. You know, whatever they're called, like gorilla head or whatever. You know, the people who, who like, do all that faux rock shit. And we'll, and we'll get them yeah. to, we'll get them to re-record it. You know who I'm talking about. 
and uh, we'll get them to re-record their, their singles. It's like, couldn't make it as a blind man, couldn't make it as a deaf man either. And we'll just get them to re- <laughs> they'll, they'll fucking do it. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just that. And, and then it's the same It's the same lyrics. We just get them to redo that. That's 10 million. Easy. Easy. In fact, we could probably dispense with the band at all. I'm sure there's a, you know, there's like a super cut on YouTube already. Well, it's just those lyrics over and over again. We could save ourselves some fucking money. We might have to fucking dish out some royalties to the channel, but maybe if we don't tell anybody, we could probably just fucking rip it off. It'd be fine. I'm sure we could tweak enough of the EQ so it's not legally, so it's legally distinguished. It's fine. Save ourselves a little bit on the budget there. This is gonna. This this project's coming together. It's fine. It's perfect. Yeah, I mean that is where most copyright breach occurs when the people who are doing the breaching say, "We're ripping this off." We're not going to pay you. <laughs> in a public forum, no less. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, did you pay your taxes? Do I pay my taxes? Yeah. Do you pay your taxes? I, Do you pay all your yeah, taxes? Yeah, I paid them on time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I pay them automatically. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not in that position. If I if well, I all... had to like put put them all together all... and actually do it myself and sit down, I'd be fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All the... why, why, why all, you us? All 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 that extra money you've been making on eBay. Oh. Sorry, what? No, oh. we, we, we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or would you sell on eBay? <laughs> the shit that my dad buys from antique shops. Easily. Here is a radiogram from the 50s. It totally works. You want this. I'm sure by now, my dad has an additional two pianos. I'm sure there's like four pianos in that fucking house now. So, well, you know, the, see, the problem with these pianos is like no one values them. These these wonderful machines, Damien, but you, you know, people are throwing them away. You can pick them up for like almost nothing. This was 50 quid. Yeah, it weighs a fucking ton. It takes up a room. That's a room in your house you can no longer go into. You're 50 quid. Your dad has a lot of room, though. <laughs> yeah, but he's running out for the fucking piano. Descri- describe your house for the listener. It's like it's in a, a detached house. Um, it's like four bedrooms. It, I think it's really big. It has. It big. used to have a swimming pool. Had a double garage. Now it just has um, a cavity. It used to have yeah, an indoor swimming pool. An indoor swimming pool. Well, it, it was a. It was an extension. So it's, it, you say indoors. It wasn't in the building. It was a, someone built a pool and then built a greenhouse around it. It's, yeah, all right, indoor, but it's not. It wasn't designed that way. Sure, but it's more of an afterthought. But, but it was yeah, covered. Still. I mean, and it was heated. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Granted, it would take fucking two days to heat, which I found out, but uh, it was almost entirely useless when we, when it was in operation. Now it has been neglected. It is, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's, it's unfucking believable. You could put a body in there, and there'd be no trace of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, obviously, you used to foam up with the algae, but you know, now I'm not quite sure. I think they m- might be starting to die off because the the algae simply replaced all liquid. And last time I was there, what was you know, eight foot pool had reduced down to maybe six inches of just thick algae. And what had been growing out, I'm not sure where it grows out of. It could be the wall or something in the pool itself. But there is a plant that comes up from the bottom or where it stems, you know, it's what works its way down. But it's from top. It covers the, the entire height of the pool and the greenhouse itself. So we're talking a good, yeah, fucking almost 20 feet of fucking plant growing out of this thing right and when it comes to the time when you need to get rid of it what you need to do is you need to go around the back switch the electricity on to stun it and then fire the missiles at it right because if you fire the missiles at it first it won't be stunned so they won't do anything right but whilst you're going around the back make sure to stay low so it doesn't see you and throw grenades every so often so it gets distracted 
Yeah, there's also a thing where I, I know I can go down into the basement and if I like jimmy something up from my dad's drink cabinet, I can poison the roots and I can go back upstairs and it's slightly smaller and easy to kill. There's a what? There's there's some alcohol in his cabinet. Yeah, I can. Did you say? Is that what you just said? <laughs> Is that what was shocking? Your dad has a drinks cabinet and it's not fucking empty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose I'd rather surprise myself. Oh no, I remember the last time I went, it was full. <laughs> no, I did. We used to have one actually, right? And it was this fucking old bass drum that my dad, I think, was given to him by like Stuart Copeland back in his fucking, you know, when my dad was in his heyday, right? And it, it wasn't so much a drinks cabinet, but he used to keep all the liquor that he was collecting, and he used to have a lot. Of, well, he stayed a social life back then, right? And there's a lot of people around. It was quite busy. And it was loads of um, loads of bottles of whiskey, gin, this, that, and the other. Yeah, a complete fucking compliment, right? It was hundreds of pounds worth of liquor on this fucking thing. And it was just before, like, you know, me and my sister, we, I guess we were in, like, you know, 14, 15, before we'd really started ever trying to drink. And there was just a point where... I know, I was... Uh, I think it was it was uh, my, my grandparents' 25th an wedding anniversary. And there was a party... And then one of my uncles oh, like okay. lo got me loaded on fucking, I think it was like Smirnoff Ices or something like that, and I was drunk for the first time. And and, and just for anyone who doesn't know, a Smirnoff Ice, it, it's like in a beer bottle, it's like 4% alcohol, and it's just like sort of... It's just it's vodka it's lemonade. lemonade. Yeah. yeah. It's disgusting. Oh, it's disgusting, but it was the fucking ticket when I was a kid. Um, I remember it, yeah. our friend, one of the weird twins told yes. us told us you know as kids do told us yeah i drank a bottle of vodka at the weekend and i was so drunk and they would uh, get, they, they would go on about it they would say yeah my mum lets me drink a bottle of vodka on saturday night if i stay in and then i remember we he came over one day to your house where and we were doing drinking and he was drinking this bottle of vodka and it was a smell of ice no, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, not one of the kind of, you know, booster sizes either, you know. Like the fucking almost litre sizes, but no. The fucking bog standard fucking beer bottle. But no, you, oh, but we're, you we're talking sweat. about the 4% stuff, not the 12% thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, this is, yeah, it's the fucking lemonade bullshit. Yeah. But, um, but so it was, yeah, the bad time I tried, you know, drinking. And I think maybe after that, I think my dad gave me a beer here and there. But I, my sister was a bit of a... Um, wild child and the thing she was going out and obviously had gotten a fucking taste of drinking of her own accord as well and then suddenly after a fucking debacle all that it was unbeknownst to me all that fucking liquor just vanished my dad had to fucking hide it because she was fucking destroying it that's i was nuts. respectful enough yeah I was, I was respectful enough not to think i could get away with it but in hindsight i should have fucking jumped on that fucking gravy train i i remember quite a few times we would go to our friend's house and he would get into his liquor cabinet and everything. But I remember the first time we ever did it, I think we were about 14. And the only thing he had in the cabinet was a bottle of Advocat. And we, we each had a glass of Advocat. And all I can say about my first time drinking is it was pretty nice. Oh, yeah? I definitely didn't get drunk, though. I mean, maybe okay. I did a bit, but it was like, I know, I, I had a sweet tooth and I liked it. It was sweet. And it was like, oh, but, it, you know. It was nowhere okay. near enough to get you drunk. I mean, you could drink, I'd never you kind could of, drink a yeah. fucking bottle of that and not get drunk. 
It's not. It's not what I. Yeah, I wouldn't kind of go for that. It's, for me, it's like oh, well, we had yeah, no I, choice. I sat down for a nice evening, having fucking. I sat down for some nice creme de menthe. Yeah. Oh God. Do you remember there was was it they uh one some shitty bar that we went to and there they, they was these fucking Bob Marley's kind of deluxe shots the Bob Marley's I swear to, they were fucking rancid these were it was like toothpaste <laughs> and like old Viscount biscuits. Oh, I don't give a fuck, man. Yeah. I, they deserve you know mm-hmm. toothpaste gets you pissed. I don't give a fuck. Oh, do you remember? Did I ever make you drink a Terminator? Which was it was like half a half a pint of beer half a pint of cider a shot of vodka and a shot of mouthwash no i've never done that before oh yeah fucking hell so my friend claimed to have invented it in cardiff he went to cardiff university which had this reputation for being you know like a party university but also a good one as well apparently uh but he he said he only drank it three times in his life and uh the first time the last time he shit himself <laughs> what, after just one no, or was he just he, drinking he them both, exclusive for the evening no I think he got through about three of them the thing is is you have to down them you have to drink them in like ten seconds oh man yeah I did one once it was pretty bad yeah it sounds when, fucking when, miserable why do people do shit like that yeah do you remember that that New Year's Eve where you went home at half past eleven and we, oh yeah and yeah I was fucking shit faced yeah, and I end up fucking throwing up over all over myself in my sleep. I was fucking mullered. It's like well, I can't wow. remember what bar it was, but you, you and you and Double had already fucked off. It's like I, I'm already at fucking I'm critical mass here. I don't have the time to say goodbye. I'm just going to walk off. It's fine. I'll yeah, just, we didn't know where you were or anything. You just walked off, and it was like what? I mean, where we obviously where we were. I was five minutes from home anyway. So I yeah. thought, fuck it. It's just I'm just going to go where I can quite I can gleefully just collapse. Because I'm not going to fucking farewell. Another half an hour of this. This is, this is back when, you know, you pick, drinks were just like put in your hand at this fucking point. So, man, I, if I was to say that by, by midnight, there would have been another fucking... That is utter... Three fucking drinks. Utter bullshit. Me. The reason you got like that is because we went down to that horrible... Do you not remember? We went down to that horrible bar and then it was me and Dobbo and we were stood there and we had a, a pint each. Right. in a bottle and then you came with three pints and you said what are you doing you got a speed drink and then you, oh, really? you drank like three fucking bottles at once and then you went back and did it again that's why it happened well they, that's why i don't fucking remember there you go did you learn no not really not really no fucking hell i know if someone tried to fucking like put that on me i'd tell them to fuck off it's like i will i'll have my I'll have my one bottle of cider and I'll take it to my own place. Thank you very much. Is it, I can't. I can't stomach the sickness anymore. Is that what you do? The sickness, fucking hell, really. The sickness. Oh, I mean, I don't. I don't wear hangovers well at the best of fucking times anymore. I bet you don't. Fuck- I bet it's like fucking Eeyore in the eighth dimension. <laughs> I might not. Might not live through this. Just like an image of Eeyore, like every like time stretched through the. The, the tunnel that he goes through in 2001 A Space Odyssey, you know. <laughs> so he, he, he's not given the, uh, you know, the benefit of seeing his own death. He's just, he's just, it's self-perpetuating. That is an eternity of suffering. That's exactly what it's like. Is it? <laughs> you just sound discredulous, fucking hell. Yes, it's exactly what it's like. What? Don't, don't shit on me. I'm not. I'm, I'm just trying to understand. 
It's the shame, you see. Okay. Shame. <laughs> of walking into Tesco's with pissed down your trousers. <laughs> there, I don't. I'm sure I've said this before. There's a Tesco at the corner that I, you know, I, I buy from, and they like approve even before I get to the fucking self checkout. Yes. So I never have to show my ID. <laughs> yes, you said He's it like fl- two weeks ago. Fuck. <laughs> and you said it two months before that. So, yeah. Get your shit together, man. Yes, that I was when I said the piss thing. I was referring to that when you said that you went in there and you pissed yourself. Remember? No, because I was pissed. I was pissed when I was told the story as well. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is going to a dark place well, where I don't feel good. About, well, that my my self-esteem is diminishing. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, do you want to talk more about see no evil, hear no evil? Yeah. No, I yeah. want to go in a corner and fucking cry. Leave me alone. Oh, okay. Get off my fucking back. I'm sorry. I've got some fucking personal demons to wrestle with, you shithead. Oh, okay. Oh, but sorry, that was a bit uncalled for. That was a bit uncalled for. I don't know. No, no fighting talk here. It's, uh, it's supposed to be a safe place. Safe place. Is, it, is this podcast a safe place? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not. It's a fucking wonder anybody listens to this. It's not just shit. It's like really offensive. Yeah. I listen. I, I, I listened to one the other day, for the first time in about two years, and uh, I was appalled. Oh well, I, I think that's the correct reaction for any kind of well-adjusted human being. Um. So Samuel L. Jackson is is prodding Gordon Ramsay, shiny Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Okay. So what's our first obstacle? What do they have to overcome? What what brings them together? Well, I thought it was like a, a pre-established friendship, but right. he's saying okay. But you're but you're saying that that he's he can't. But Samuel L. Jackson can't stand him now because he's because he's shiny. <laughs> so it's a, okay. So it's a pre pre. But what okay? What rekindles them then? There needs to be something they overcome. Are they just stuck in an airport waiting to go to this <laughs> shitty? Are we going to make it like a mockumentary thing? Maybe we could set it up as like an odd couple thing. We, there's, there's no kind of backstory, but they, they, they're living together, right? And right. They, oh, they yeah. just Sharing the same th- bed. It's not, not gay. They're both in pajamas, but, you know. But curiously enough, there are two separate toilets in the bathroom. <laughs> You're right. Which is implied that, but, they, but they... that when they do, when, <laughs> when nature does call, that they do it simultaneous. <laughs> yes. They, they understand they can't shit in the same toilet because they both have, you know, asses that don't kind of mesh on the toilet. So they've... They've made some accommodations. There's a little bit of personal space, you know. They, they, you know, boundaries. You just have to respect that. Yeah. Separate toilets. Yeah, I imagine Ramsey has one that can flush two White Castle sliders at the same time. These toilets, however, are in the middle of the bathroom and they're facing each other with no more than three, <laughs> three, three feet apart. I mean, knees to knees. Well, no, they can't, no, it's too close for knees, so they have to sit with their legs apart, you know. It's, everything's on fucking show. <laughs> Right. Okay. <laughs> if you lean forward, you can see that fucking deuce kind of crawl out of <laughs> out of each other. It's like <laughs> so. It's like it's been like six years of them living together like this, and Gordon has insisted it's, on so many of these little like, fucking know, embellishments it, in the you home. Know what I realised it's like it's like we're the kids in like a, a really sort of experimental class for eight-year-olds where you know they get someone in 
And they're like, okay, kids, the next two hours, I'm going to teach you how to do stop motion with clay models. All right. And then they teach you how to do it. And then they send, send the kids off in groups, you know. And then the girls go over there and they make this, this love story. And then these girls go over there and they make this, this adventure story. And then these boys do this story where these people kill each other. And then we're over there in the corner and we just made them fuck. <laughs> and that's all we did. And we knew we'd get in trouble. But so all we, we did, did it anyway. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I'm sure if we had those fucking classes, that's exactly what we would have done. I think that's pretty much how we pissed up a lot of those fucking classes when we would draw those posters and, and what have you. How can I draw the biggest cock in this poster and get away with it? <laughs> well, maybe if the shape of the island, right? If we give it a Spanish name, it won't be offensive. You know, the balls could be sexo tiendo with El Wicamano over here. El Pene, Let as we... in the pasta. <laughs> We have Lel Aqueducto coming out of the tip there. She won't know. Anyway. Naturally. Anyway. It was exquisite. Samuel L. Jackson and Gordon Ramsay are spread eagle in front of each other. Now this, yeah. this, yeah, go on. All right, so it's been like six years of this, right? Now, Gordon Ramsay. Now, Gordon Ramsay, I think, just to interject, I think Gordon Ramsay should say, oh, I just don't get it, Sam. Why don't you have any sympathy for me? I'm going blind. And Samuel L. Jackson's like, I've just got too much to worry about. And Gordon Ramsay says, well, what do you mean? And Samuel L. Jackson says, oh, you're, you're right, you're blind. And Gordon Ramsay's having none of it. He knows him too well. He's like, Sam, what, what, what have you got in your mind? Tell me. And Samuel L. Jackson's like, in six years, the world will be consumed by an ever-growing Tim Allen. <laughs> in 10 years, he will be the size of the galaxy. In 15 years, he'll have consumed all matter. The top scientists, he... Uh... And leading government officials, they're seeing no way out of this. This is something that we're just seemingly going to have to make peace with. We, at best, have a decade left. There is nothing we can do. And it will be a painful death as well. I think I said six years. People slowly... Six years, sorry. Yeah. I'm full of... Yeah. It'll be a painful death. It, it'll, it'll be a painful death. Slowly, you know, the the, uh, the, the mass of Till Manon will start to kind of overcome the gravitational pull of our planet and they will slowly collide it won't be instant but continents will be crushed the, mm -hmm. the the flow of the waters will no we will be gone. we that will have to advise change. people to take their own lives before you know they are actually killed because the world will be changed like you say you know with changes in gravity and tidal waves and such it will be you know the last few hours will be a living hell yeah. Well, he, he'll immediately make in, impact with Australia and there'll be this huge mig migration from, you know, from America across Europe because, they, you know, the ozone will suddenly be siphoned off by Tim Allen's gravitational pull. People won't be able to breathe on, on Earth. They'll have to migrate to Tim Allen. The, the, oh, the few so, survivors will have to... No, but how, but how would they survive the impact of the two, of Earth and Tim Allen? Well, there, I mean, there must be, like, a few fucking survivors, right? A few savvy survivors. I mean, Samuel Jackson's already drawing up his plans. Oh, well, okay, maybe maybe that's the film then. How are they going to get on to Tim Allen? And how, that's the film. They, they've got to, they're going to this conference. Fuck the charity thing. They're going to this conference. Sam, Sam Jackson's got this crazy idea to build an elevator to Tim Allen. And that's the name of the film. An elevator to Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right, yeah, so, so, right, so that's why Sam Jackson is so fucked a, up, right? The full He's name is actually called, the, f the full name is actually Samuel L. Jackson's An Elevator to Tim Allen by Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> okay, so I think we've established some motive as well, right? So Sam Jackson's fucked off because he's got his plans in order and the only hurdle is Gordon Ramsay at this point. 
He's holding he's him too back. shiny. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, because he's blind, and of course, you know, yeah, shiny as well. And everybody he's knows blind. that Gordon Ramsay is the best damn space engineer there is. <laughs> I mean, that's not in dispute. Or space chef, shall we say? Me. Space chef. <laughs> and, it, and everybody knows that. And everybody knows that the people who make this space tunnel, space elevator, they'll, they'll have to be, you know working around the clock and there's only one person who can serve them the best damn spaceship there's ever been gordon mr ramsey and that's the only reason that sam jackson is tolerating uh gordon despite being such a thorn in his fucking side the narrative arc is that they finally make it to the tim allen right and they look around and they they're it's, they're, it's just it's an eden two of yeah it's a they, they are two of a pocket of maybe like 30 or 40 survivors and then they you see know, the, the, tim the allen's will head continue yeah, go on. Yeah, go then on. they see Tim Allen's head and they're like, go to pick it up like it's a disembodied head. And they're like, no, 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 you're standing on my shoulders. Oh, so did we establish that like Tim Allen's head was the only thing about him that wouldn't expand? Oh, no, I think you did. So that... You did make a case that even his cheeks were like nebulas wide. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like this amorphous blob. They don't know it's Tim Allen. They... They, they they make it onto this you know this foreign body they 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 establish their new home they call it's it like, Tim Allen just and the, 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 the coincidence the epilogue of this of this of this movie is that you know fucking Gordon Ramsay and fucking Sam Jackson are on fucking stroll surveying the lands you know they're cartographers now they got to fucking know about where they're living yeah. fucking Gordon Ramsay trips right <laughs> fucking stumbles fucking he's feeling around because that's how oh, he meets no. people right because he's blind oh, no he, he feels the faces he's on the floor you know his hands he puts his hands out he feels the faces like oh sir is there a dead body here what's going on blah 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 blah, blah. you know he calls and that he's freaked out yeah you know he feels it wriggle and he's like oh my god and then something nips his fucking finger shrieks sam jackson comes over <laughs> starts you know, looks over it. the fucking shoulder it's like motherfucker and then it just cuts to tim allen's face just looking up and smiling and it cuts to black end the fucking movie oh ho ho <laughs> yeah but that's like over the black right so you don't you don't see him say it cut to black ho 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 credits there we go that is how I see Hear No Evil, See No Evil. Maybe it could be Sam Jackson saying, that is one ugly motherfucker, and then it goes to black and you hear Tim Allen say, that is one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you, that's her. What if Tim Allen tries like that, to add a <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a bit, uh, bit out of place. But, uh, <laughs> cut it, print it, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I actually thought you were going to say Gordon Ramsay's feeling around and the end of the movie is he falls off and it's into the chasm of Tim Allen's ass, <laughs> And it's like this planet's Grand Canyon times 20. Well, I think this could be a franchise, you know, like you know, the, the perils of Tim Allen's body could you know, provide many challenges and many perils. So we could explore that in future movies. Is it bouncy? I do... <laughs> could be in, in parts. I, I mean, I'm flesh, sure there... isn't it? I guess it's... Yeah, I'm sure there are more solid masses, you know, you know, I guess the kind of more fat based parts of the body would kind of, would, they kind of mark off as like, like sea territory, really a bit too viscous for human survival. Would, you know, you have to... would, um, so now that these people are on Tim Allen and it's expanding, he's expanding all the time, I guess they're not going to be crushed by him. It's more like they're going to be crushed by the end of the universe. Yeah. If yeah, there well, is they live one. as nomads basically because every time they, they they build a settlement it eventually kind of like drops um with you know further gets, stretch marks which apart, kind of appears yeah. as huge fissures in, in in the land you know they have to keep moving they, they never settle for long 
Couldn't they make some sort of, uh, I don't know, couldn't they make some, some structures that don't have foundations and just sit uh, on, like, sleds so that so they, they live on kind of, like, caterpillar tracks. Everyone lives in, like, these giant tanks, essentially. Well, yeah, they well, could like, be I, that. I guess, yeah. like, the... I mean, if there's I only 40 survivors, you could do that. I don't know, the migration was tough. Maybe they, they couldn't get a lot of technology across. I think, you know, I think they're going to be living by the... Uh, Living on, their fucking pants. I don't, living on the crabs. I don't think they're going to have that kind of... Yeah. I, I, I don't think they're going to be more than like two or three generations of these, these folk, really. Okay. But they don't say it. You know, they, 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 you know trying to keep a stiff upper well, lip. They are the only humans left. I guess they've got well, no natural resources other than flesh. Yeah, well, you know, they, they can cook up a nice bit of Tim Allen, you know. But what would they cook I mean, it on? How would they start a fire? And they, well, fat kind of burns quite nicely. They just have to... I mean, they've got to find some way... Of, well, how would they ignite that? Hmm. The only resource is his flesh. All right. Okay. So maybe like so. There's Sam Jackson. There's Gordon Ramsay. And then maybe there's Bear Grylls as well, right? Okay. Like drinking oh, his own piss. Out. But yeah. yeah, he knows how to well, fucking start a let, flight. Let's have fire with fucking flesh on flesh. So what they do, right, is they fucking carve out some skin. Yeah. They fucking dry it out in the, the the sun. They find a particularly fucking right. And then Gordon Ramsay, he feels Ramius is very full rump, and he thinks that is dinner and he takes a bite out of that and there's a whole scene about that where they're having an argument oh it's very funny gordon ramsay's eating tim allen's ass it's all just play it's all just wordplay on that no Ray, gordon ramsay's Ray, Ray, Ray Mears ass <laughs> he's blind he doesn't give a shit you know, at this point he's eating human it's just like i can't help it's like well we're, we're the last you know I'm, i want to be the I'm, i want to be the last you know even though i'm blind this fucking gordon ramsay just you know learns to like smell when people are are, are, are asleep and just fucking breaks the neck and just fucking shouts the fuck down <laughs> one night he goes on a final killing spree takes fucking the, the, the final 12 lives you know and that's it fucking mass bonfire He's thrifty at this point. He's been blind for a few months now. He knows his way. Fine. Takes you know he does a little bit of stumbling. Fine. It takes a little bit longer than you know, worried to have his actual sight. But you know he gets the shit done. Gordon Ramsay is the last man left alive, and he grows fat off the, uh, off the bodies of the those that came before him. Mm, okay. Maybe there are no sequels. And it's it's this beautiful ending where it's just Gordon Ramsay and he's blind and he's calling out, Sam. Sam Jackson, Sam, Sam Jackson, Sam, Samuel, and, and Sam Jack Jackson's like twenty yards away, dead, and Gordon Ramsay might never even find him, and that's how it ends. <laughs> and even if he does find him, he can't look after himself. He can't, you know. There's no resources. There's no way he can look yeah. after himself. There's nothing to drink, other than, you know, fucking Tim Allen's blood. Yeah, and it's not really a viable, viable resource. He's, yeah, you'll definitely get some kind of blood disease doing that. Some kind of poisoning. Yeah. Oh, he's fucked, isn't he? Yeah, that's, oh, that's well. the beauty of it. Well, he's murdered like 12 people up, you know, after this point. So, you know, fuck him. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. <laughs> and that is our remake of See No Evil, Hear No Evil. <laughs> what should we call it? See No Evil, Hear No Evil Director's Cut. <laughs> Just to really confuse people. Yeah, but we still put Richard Pryor's name on it. <laughs> yes. Now, what should we call it? Watch out, Ramsey's about. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. That's all. I didn't say it was going to be good. No, I know, but... 
Fucking all right. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So that's our remake of See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Watch out, Ramsey's about. (laughs) Uh, So this is the last episode of uh, this podcast that we're going to do until uh, February. We're going to take the Christmas off. Damien needs to go and make some hamburgers for some rich arseholes. Etc. Yes, the more tasteful ones ask for fish, but not, there, are, there aren't many of those. Fish. Today's fish is trout à la crème. People think it tastes like chicken. It doesn't, and it's not worth the money. Well, if it did, why would you want that? Just buy chicken, and don't buy chicken. It's chicken. Fuck chicken. Buy beef. Yeah. Well, people think people think they're they're healthier if they eat fish, but they eat it with bonnets. You know, just fucking. Fucking hundred fucking milliliters of fucking butter sauce, you know. Yeah, and fuck I, that. And I imagine a mountain of carbs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it's always there are always chips in fucking Thai. Bastard. Yeah, that, I mean or that pasta. That's what I'll get you. I mean, do these people not listen to Joe Rogan? I mean, I know they obviously do. Everyone does. But everyone what, does. What yeah, fuck? it's mandatory. Yeah, it's mandatory. Yeah. You have to. Otherwise, you know, you'll be running away, and you'll just hear. And the next thing you know, your mouth will be clamped around his member. (laughs) It's been a long journey, this podcast. It's taken us to many wild places. All 51 fucking episodes. Uh, We'll be back in February. Uh, Thanks very much for listening, guys. Have a great Christmas or however you're going to spend December. Have a nice time. Bye. Bye. Yes, Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa, all that kind of stuff. Goodbye. What's Kwanzaa? I have no idea. Click. <laughs> Sorry, what did you just call me? <laughs> I believe that click is a racially pejorative term. You're taking to, you're really fucking slumming it now, Damien. I'm uh, what? You're a click. Click. <laughs> We've gone delirious, haven't we? <laughs> no, we're always. It's reached delirious. We're always, we're always <laughs> like this, dude. It's always like oh, fuck. this. Yeah. We established the formula with the Planet of the Apes episode, and we've never strayed far from it. God, why did we even try in the first ones? I don't know. We had friends, babies. That was good. <laughs> they, weren't the early ones good? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> they were good. Fuck it up. Well, so remember, the, the th- things went kind of hit a stride with Planet of the Apes. That was all. Uh, yeah, I think. After that, yeah, I think we're still on that stride. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, I'm keeping all this in just to show that we're not. All right, thanks very much, guys. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.